Hello Cryptonauts, today is September 2nd, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. Alright Cryptonauts, first I want to apologize in advance because there's a lot of smoke in the air, there's a lot of ash, a lot of dust, and it's been very hot and dry and all these uh, pollens have been going on everywhere and so my allergies have been just acting up. It's it's pretty bad. So um, I'll do my best. I'm going to record it without any interruptions. So with that said, let's get started. Hey, first reminder, um, we have a Discord channel. In which I will leave a link in the description below. Uh, if you want to collaborate on my podcast, you can reach out to me through that Discord app. Or you can contact me through the Anchor app. With that said, let's get started with your top 10 stablecoins by market capitalization. Starting off with USDT Tether, settling at $0.99. Cents with a market cap of... <laughs> billion dollars second place we have USDC or USD coin settling at $1 with a 1.7 billion dollar valuation wow that's crazy third place DAI settling at $1.01 with 429 million dollars third place we have true USD settling at $1.01 with 390.7 million dollars Fifth place, Paxos Standard, settling at $1.01 with $294.6 million. Sixth place, Binance USD, settling at $1.01 with $197.9 million. Seventh place, HUSD, settling at $1.01 with $144.7 million. Eighth place, SUSD, settling at $1.03 with $105.3 million. Ninth place, Stasis Euro, settling at $1.16 with $37 million. Tenth place, M Stable USD, settling at $1 with $22 million. <clears throat> Alright, that is your top 10 uh, stable coins by market capitalization. Your overall total market cap is at $329.4 billion, up by 2.3%. Alright, let's get started with your crypto news of the day all right cryptonauts as another friendly reminder we are using decrypt.co to get our daily news as well as coingecko.com to get our daily stats don't forget to collect your daily candies with that said first news coming in from Sharua Malwa I wonder if that's how you say it. Shar, Sharia. Sharia. Sharia Malwa. Early investor to sue Binance over botched equity valuation. An early Binance investor is preparing to sue the popular crypto exchange for allegedly mis- mispricing his equity valuation, according to local news source Wu Blockchain. Investor Wexing Cheng Chen claimed to have purchased 5% of Binance's shares when the firm was starting out in October 2017. At the time, Binance 
marked itself at a $70 million valuation, meaning Chen and a small group of other investors invested over $3.5 million in the promising startup. But in the month after, the exchange took off and quickly became one of the world's largest cryptocurrency exchanges, trading billions of dollars in volume daily. Their frenzied activity eventually catapulted Binance's valuation to a significantly higher value than its $70 million figure, with the report stating it's closer to about $10 billion in 2020, similar to U.S. crypto exchange Coinbase, based on the activity, users, and trading volume. But Binance reportedly refused to price its shares at the time of valuation when Chen went to cash out. Instead, the firm offered to repurchase its shares in installments at a marked down valuation of approximately $600 million instead of the $10 billion. What? Hold on a second. That's a slap in the face. It's almost taken a, a 50% cut. No way. No way. I would never. Of course I would sue him. That's insane. That is insane. That's a slap in the face. You, first you ask me for my money, right? First you're asking me, hey man, hey, can you loan me some money, bro? You know, I'm about to start up a company. It's going to be big bank and I'll pay you back at the top. Okay, cool, bro. No problem. Hey, I'll, I'll throw you a couple mil. No worries. Boom. Here you go. Pop, pop, pop. There you go. All right. Knock, knock, knock. Hey, bro. What's up, man? You're at the top now. I see, I see you making some dough, man. Hey, let me cash out some of that money, you know? It's like, oh, you know what, man? Uh, I'll give you 50% cut right now, man. You want some cash? I'll give you some cash, but uh, that's 50% price. No, no. What? What are you talking about, man? That's crazy. That's crazy. No way. No way, man. No way. No way. Next news, written by Alexander Beckrens. Loopring taps Chainlink competitor for price data. Chainlink may be king of DeFi oracles today, but that doesn't mean competitors aren't getting in on some integrations of their own. Decentralized exchange Loopring announced today that the integration of BAM protocol cross-chain oracles to provide price data for all crypto assets supported on the Loopring exchange. The move comes on the heels of Chainlink's recent smart contract conference and the announcement that DeFi protocols Synthetics will use Chainlink's oracles for, for its synthetic asset exchange. In short, the battle for the price oracle market shares is heating up as data providers race to integrate with some of the fastest growing projects in crypto. The decentralized Loopring exchanges uses ZK Rollup technology to speed up Ethereum transactions combining multiple trades into one transaction that it broadcasts to the blockchain without revealing the contents of the transactions bundle. Okay, now here you go, Cryptonauts, listen, listen up real quick. If you haven't studied what ZK Rollup is, that's another awesome thing you need to look at. You need to study ZK Rollup. I mean, it's like the next generation of blockchain tech. That's awesome. Okay. ZK Snarks and ZK Rollup. You got to check that stuff out. Check it out. All right. Next news. Hold on. Do I need to read anything else on here? Yeah. No. Next news. Written by Liam Frost. Police raided Korean crypto exchange a bit thumb, says report. The Seoul Metropolitan Police Agency Crime Investigation Unit has seized and searched the largest South Korean cryptocurrency exchange BitThumb in a fraud investigation today, local newspaper Seoul Shinam reported. According to the publication, Lee Jong-hoon, the chairman of BitThumb Holding, 
and BitThumb Korean, who was also arrested today after being previously investigated for trying to transfer some of his assets abroad without reporting them. Seoul Shimon noted that today's raid was caused by BitThumb's pre-sale of $30 billion won, roughly $25 million worth of its native token BXA back in 2018. The exchange issued them ahead of its planned acquisition by Singapore-based blockchain consortium BK Global, but ended up never listing them after the deal fell through. The allegedly led, this allegedly led to investors' losses. Alright. Okay, next next news. Written by Daniel Phillips. Cryptocurrency market cra- crash as Coinbase Binance suffers issues. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> let me. Let me drink some water real quick. Hold on. <clears throat> <clears throat> the vast majority of cryptocurrency markets have just crashed and both Coinbase and Binance are experiencing issues with their services. After reaching a peak market, really, really now, once again, when it cra- whenever, whenever crypto makes a big sway in one direction or the other, Coinbase always shuts it down. We're having issues. It went too far. <laughs> After reaching a peak market capitalization of over $460 billion last night, the cryptocurrency market entered into a slight downtrend which picked up significant momentum just hours ago. Now the total market capitalization of all cryptocurrencies has fallen to $382 billion, down 6.1% in the last day. Alright. Crypto exchanges struggles under the pressure. Today's crash has also knocked off, has had a knock-on effect on several prominent cryptocurrency exchange platforms which appear to have buckled under the load. At 4 a.m., PDT, popular U.S. brokerage firm Coinbase, announced that it's sending services that its sending service for a range of different cryptocurrencies had gone down. Mm-hmm. This affected Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, Tezos, and 22 other cryptocurrencies. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Likewise, Binance also reported issues with its services as users were left unable to access their Bitcoin.com domain earlier today. <sighs> Whatever. Next news, Scott Cipollina. Bitcoin Cash faces third blockchain split in under four years. The Bitcoin ABC development team yesterday released a new version of its latest controversial upgrade. The upgrade includes a major change to take place on November 15th designed to fund blockchain development, but it's so unpopular it might split the blockchain in two. This wouldn't be the first time Bitcoin Cash has broken into half. The cryptocurrency began as a fork of Bitcoin in 2017, providing increased block size so that more transactions could be processed. Then, just a year year later, BCH went through a second fork, giving rise to Bitcoin SV, which wanted even bigger blocks. Now it looks like a third split might be lying in the wait. Okay, so what's the issue? Let's scroll on down. The proposal has proven controversial. Roger Veer, one, one of the one of Bitcoin Cash's famous investors tweeted, Diverting part of Bitcoin Cash block rewards to pay a single development team is a Soviet-style central planner's dream come true. Please stop. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. So, it looks like they want to use a portion. Well, you know what? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. I mean... I have to think about that because, well, 
I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm, I'm debating because uh, developers need money. They need money to 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 pay for the day-to-day livings for for their rent, for the mortgage, for the food, for the gas, for electricity, for their offices. You know, they they gotta pay stuff, right? They have bills too. So, I mean, if you want them to code and continuously improve and upgrade blockchain tech, which they're the best at, keep in mind, these are the best of the best people in the world, okay? The best of the best that can code this stuff, okay? I think they deserve a little coin, a little coin to their side. I don't know how much, but a little coin. I mean, I'm not saying give them like, you know, 50% of, of the block, but I mean, Maybe maybe one percent I guess I don't I don't know maybe one percent would be legit I guess I don't know uh, what 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 do you what do you guys think what do you guys let me know cryptonauts what do you guys think let me comment let me comment on the Discord app all right next news written by Will Heisman this malware attacked crypto holders in three different ways hmm security researchers have unearthed a new strain of malware dubbed crypto cribule and it specifically targets cryptocurrency enthusiasts. According to a report from cybersecurity firm ESET, Crypto Cribule represents a triple threat for crypto holders. First, the malicious software install installs a miner for a process known as cryptojacking, a method that harnesses the victim's computer power to mine cryptocurrencies on the hacker's behalf. It then steals any files related to cryptocurrency wallets, wiping the victim clean of any stored crypto funds. To top it off, the malware replaces the victim's wallet, redirecting them to hijack any incoming payments. The beauty, or perhaps more appropriately, threat of crypto cribule is its multi faceted attack vector. Even if a victim doesn't hold any cryptocurrency, bad actors can still gain from the crypto jacking element. Hmm. So be careful what you download. All right. Yes, be careful what you download. Next news, written by Liam Frost. Pornhub adds Bitcoin, proving Satoshi Nakamoto right. Uh, adult com- content platform Pornhub announced today that it, it began accepting Bitcoin and Litecoin as payment methods for its premium subscription service. To further expand our cryptocurrency option for Pornhub Premium, we're excited to announce that we now accept Bitcoin and Litecoin as payment methods, the platform treated, tweeted. This is not the first time Pornhub has penetrated the crypto space. Back in April 2018, the platform began accepting Verge, a rebranded version of Dogecoin's hard fork Darkcoin, uh, Dogecoin Dark, announcing that the further has come. After, after PayPal stopped processing payments for Pornhub models last November, Verge saw a huge spike in its price. Since then, the adult platform has also added support for Tron and PumaPay. Mm. <laughs> Man. Okay, what what about Satoshi? What? Uh, mm, nearly ten years later, Pornhub proved that Satoshi Nakamoto was right after all. Okay. Next news written by Liam Frost. Ethereum miners are making eight hundred thousand dollars per hour. What? Oh, what? That's crazy money. Just a day after yielding over half a million dollars in transaction fees in one hour. Ethereum miners average hourly revenue surge to $800,000 today, according to crypto analytics platform Glassnode. Average Ethereum miners' revenue from fees has surged to $800,000 per hour in the past 24 hours, Glassnode tweeted. According to the platform's data, the, the amount that Ethereum miners bring 
Infirm transaction fees on a daily basis skyrocketed on September 1st, reaching $16.5 million. For comparison, this figure amounted to only $8.1 million on August 31st. This is largely due to the massive surge in Ethereum's transaction fees, and it means that the daily revenues of miners more than double in just one day. Apart from these spikes, daily Ethereum transaction fees hovered between roughly $140,000 in January and $2 million on August 8th. Wow, that's crazy. I don't even know. I don't even want to know how much the fees are. I, that's crazy. You know what? Yeah, I do want to know. Let's check it out. Um, give me a second here. If I type this in. Okay, let's see. Ooh, 108. Gui, huh? Well. Oof, $2.23 per transaction. Pow, that's a slap in the face. Wow. It used to be pennies. I remember back in the days, it used to be like a, a penny, two, three, four, five cents. Five cents. I think the most I paid was like nine or ten cents. And now it's $2.23. <laughs> that's crazy. That's great. No, that's a lie. I think I paid like 50 cents one time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm good. I am good. I'm not good. Nope. Mm -mm. I'm good. Mm -mm. You know, the good thing about uh, Coinbase and uh, Celsius Network is that they pay for that transaction fee when you're moving your coin. I'm just, I'm just letting you guys know. And I do have a referral link to join Coinbase or Celsius. That's what I do. So I buy my, I buy my, uh, my cryptos on, on uh, Coinbase and then I transfer it over to Celsius and earn some good compounded crypto next news is written by andrew hayward care bears go crypto in the sandbox blockchain game what attention 80s kids the care bears are back and in blockchain form today animo animoca brands announced a partnership with cloudco entertainment to bring the cartoon bears back to life in the sandbox an ethereum driven virtual metaverse game Players will be able to explore official Carolot environments inspired by the franchise as well as purchase Care Bears assets for their use in their own creations. No, you know, people are going to mess with that so much. We're pleased to welcome the Care Bears license into the sandbox virtual world, inviting family-friendly entertainment brands that our players have grown up with to participate in the next digital revolutions where virtual worlds are 100% made, governed, and owned by players, said the sandbox COO and co-founder Sebastian Borget in a release. Wow. Okay. Get your Care Bears. Get your Care Bears. Next news, written by Robert Stevens. Banking app Revolut adds Bitcoin Cash Litecoin trading for US clients. What? Revolut? Revolt? Revolt? Revolut? Yeah, Revolut. The challenger bank that lets its customers buy, hold, and sell cryptocurrencies today announced that its US... Uh-oh. What happened? Uh, Revolut, the, the challenger bank that lets its customers buy, hold, and sell cryptocurrencies today announced that its U.S. customers can now use Bitcoin Cash and Litecoin. That means that U.S. customers of Revolut can buy, hold, and sell cryptocurrencies, the others being Bitcoin and Ethereum. Both Bitcoin Cash and Litecoin are Bitcoin spin-offs. Bitcoin Cash, the seventh largest coin bar market capitalization, is identical to Bitcoin. Identical to Bitcoin, save for save for its block size. 
which is eight times larger. Litecoin, the ninth largest coin by market cap, is also similar to Bitcoin. Its main difference includes a different hashing algorithm and block transactions time. All right. Next news, written by the Defiant. The mirage of emojis delivering millions percent yield. What? What? There's a new DeFi project called Hot Dog. There's also Kimchi, Noodle, and Harvest, and they all sprang up in the past two in the past day or two. But what's more impressive is this: some claim to offer annual yields in the seven figures. That's one million percent APY. Yes, million percent yield. What? <laughs> what? That's crazy. That's that's no. That's don't don't believe it. Ah, this is the latest trend in decentralized finance, which has been heating up with traders pouring hundreds of millions of dollars into platforms, incentivizing liquidity by offering the native tokens as reward. Returns have been juicy amid rising token prices, but what started out with consolidated DeFi platforms using this mechanism to draw more more activity to actual useful applications started to de- devolve. Yam opened at the floodgates. Yearn's <laughs> Wi-Fi sparked. The 100% community-owned tokens and welcome a challenge where early investors, advisors, or even team members got allocations. Only the protocol's users did. Yam followed the co- the combining community-owned tokens with ridiculous food memes and platforms made from code that was copied from other protocols, which had only one simple purpose: farm Yam tokens. Dejan rushes in. Here's what's actually going on: developers simply copy the code on of those who came before it, creating websites that look identical. They mint tokens and attack a catchy name and emoji to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. <sighs> These platforms work like this. Traders deposit tokens representing deposits like Uniswap liquidity pools in exchange for those deposits they gain or farm, whatever the project's main point is. Musical chairs. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Bug and hacks. The risk isn't only being... Okay, so that's that's another thing. I was looking at... Oh, I forgot what report it was. I was, I was on a website not too long ago that, that uh, shows um, um, audits. It was like an audit website of, of, of these uh, DeFi, uh, DeFi platforms. And a lot of these are really low. I mean, really, really low. <laughs> like bad. Like bad, bad, bad code. I don't understand how they have billions of dollars on these platforms when the code is like at 16%. It needs to be like 100%. 16% code? That, that's that's bad code. That's bad, 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 bad code. Bad code. Don't. don't I don't I, I, I don't get it. The only answer is that we're in a bull run. That's it. And people are just trying to figure out where to put the money. It doesn't. Just take my money. That's what they're doing. They're just... They don't care where it goes, just put it somewhere. Bad code. Be careful. Uh, next news, written by Andrew Hayward. Uniswap to host Rev tokens for F1 MotoGP crypto games. On the same day, announced a Caribbean alliance for the sandbox. Animo- Animoca Browns today revealed that it will launch a Rev utility token for upcoming blockchain-based racing games. The token will debut on Uniswap. The ERC-20 token will will be used within F1 Delta Time, the officially licensed Formula 1 racing game that is partially available in beta testing, along with a game based on MotoGP motorcycle racing series that will launch into beta in Q4. Rev will also be used for a third 
as yet an unannounced game based on the global racing franchise. Alright, that sounds cool. More games? More blockchain games? I like that. Next news! Written by Alexander Behrens. Blockchain voting shines at Michigan Democratic Convention. Blockchain-based voting platform Votes originally used... By the way, Votes is V-O-A-T-Z. Votes originally used as a pilot for overseas military voting in West Virginia has deployed its system for another group of remote voters, Michigan Democratic Party convention attendees. Votes announced today the successful completion of voting on the platform at Michigan's virtual Democratic Party convention held August 29th to August 30th, during which delegates remotely nominated candidates for the state's Supreme Court and various other positions. Nearly 2,000 delegates voted using Votes' smartphone voting platform. It's another proof of concept for blockchain-based voting, a topic increasingly making headlines as COVID-19 keeps citizens at home and mail-in voting becomes a hot-button political issue. You know, that's awesome. That is awesome. Finally. Finally. That's awesome. I like that. Finally. Yeah. Next news. Written by Jeff Benson. SEC targets Bitcoin-friendly trading app Robinhood report. Robinhood Market Inc., the company behind crypto-friendly Robinhood app, is the subject of civil fraud investigation, according to a Wall Street Journal report. Uh, at issue is the company's apparent failure to tell clients it was selling their buy and sell orders to high-speed trading firms. Such firms pay Robinhood to actually execute trades from Robinhood's customers, who are typically laymen day traders, not high rollers. The journal notes that Robinhood could pay more than $10 million in fines to settle the Securities and Exchange Commission's investigations, but that any deal likely won't happen this month. The company told WSJ, we strive to maintain constructive relationships with our regulators and to cooperate fully with them. According to earlier reporting from Bloomberg, high-speed trading firms paid Robinhood about 1.7 cents for every share traded from April through June. Since the firm are market makers, they in turn make money by charging a spread on each trade, not dissimilar to how a casino might take a cut on sport betting. Robinhood could theoretically execute these trades itself, but some allege that selling them to a speed trader is a way of using computer algorithms to squeeze money out of an ignorant investor. In addition to allowing users to trade stocks, the Robinhood app enables users to trade Bitcoin, Ethereum, and a handful of other cryptocurrencies. Hmm. Robinhood has done big businesses despite the coronavirus pandemic. In August, it announced that it was valued at $11.2 billion. The month before, it was valued at $8.6 billion. Well then, I mean, I don't know what to say. Regarding Robinhood, I've used I in the early days like I I used Robinhood when it first first came out. I mean, this is years ago when it first came out, and of course, as my investments matured, I moved them over to strictly crypto, and that's where I'm at now, and I'm happy with it. And I earn my compounded crypto every single week on the Celsius Network, which I have linked below check it out. Next news written by Robert Stevens. DeFi Alliance to Bridge Western Asian Crypto Markets Launches. Beijing-based Conflux, a permissionless Ethereum competitor that has received support from the Shanghai state government, today announced that the launch of the Centralized Finance Consortium Open DeFi. Decentralized Finance, also known as DeFi, is a catch-all term for the 
burgeoning industry of the of the non-custodial finance services. Among other things, DeFi protocols lets users lend and borrow cryptocurrencies, invest in tokenized stocks, and trade crypto on non-custodial exchanges. At present, 37 of the top 38 decentralized finance applications listed on the metrics site DeFi Pulse are housed on Ethereum. And most founders of the largest products called the Western World Home. All right. Open DeFi is one of several blockchains initiatives from Asian companies geared towards matching Asian DeFi startups with the Western market. Okay. Open DeFi's inaugural meetings will take place this month. Their members will work on how to help Chinese DeFi startups get involved in the larger established Western projects. Some of its members will ensure that the smart contracts are safe and their economic models make sense. Other, including institutional investors, crypto exchange, and quantitative uh, trading firms, will work on new trading strategies. Most will still help Chinese companies market themselves to Western markets. All right, next news. <clears throat> Written by Andrew Hayward, Uniswap moves billions to pass Coinbase maker in DeFi metrics. Decentralized exchange Uniswap has had a wild week, fueled by the frenzy over decentralized finance and some help from a fork project that ultimately aims to supplant, Unis supplant, supplant Uniswap. The DEX has climbed over more than 600% in terms of both liquidity and total volume. In the process, Uniswap has also surpassed a couple of key competitors, according to data from CoinGecko. Uniswap has topped centralized competitors Coinbase Pro in terms of daily volume. Ooh, really now? As of this writing, Coinbase Pro's 24-hour volume sits at $797.5 million, while Uniswap has $1.028 billion in volume over the same period of time. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy, that's crazy, that's crazy. Next news, give me a second here. Next news written by Robert Stevens. DeFi meets real estate as Aave readies crypto mortgages. Decentralized lending protocol Aave is getting into the business of tokenizing the most expensive purchase of most people's lives, home mortgages. Specifically, Aave announced yesterday that it's working with Realty, a company that devoted to the tokenization of real estate to let people stake their tokenized real estate as collateral to take out loans. Ooh, no. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. How to tokenize mortgage works. Tokenizing real estate is nothing new. Instead of buying a whole house, which is very expensive, users can buy shares in houses. Tokenized houses can be traded in Uniswap and anyone can buy every uh, can buy even a piece of the property. Houses for everyone. Florida-based Realty has taken things one step further. In addition to letting people buy tokenized shares and houses, it wants to let people use Aave's decentralized lending protocol, which currently supports a lending market worth $1.7 million to stake these real estate tokens as collateral for loans. Okay, wait, what? The beauty of the system, Kolichov said, is that these Realty tokens can be used as collateral to take out loans of stable coins. Cryptocurrencies paid to the fiat currencies like US dollars. Okay. Not your keys, not your house. There's something about this that seems, well, nuts. Decentralized finance is an incredibly nascent industry. Aave, for instance, only launched at the, at the start of the year. At the same, at the start of June, $1 billion was locked up in smart contracts. Per metrics site DeFi Pulse, there's now $9 billion. 
okay the stakes are high but but crypto has always been ambitious and this is just the beginning according to Kolachov who foresees crypto mortgages okay the mortgage typically takes decades to pay off who knows if Ave will be around next year it's too early to tell if it's a solid foundation to build on okay I mean yeah that's the first thing I was thinking it sounds crazy it sounds crazy um, but okay I mean there's there's one thing from my experience of hosting meetups here in Silicon Valley that there's a lot of blockchains that exist now that are making bank. There's so much money out there in these in these blockchains that when I was hosting these meetups, these folks would come out to uh, to my meetups and and pitch pitch their blockchain, pitch their idea, and just start getting people to be interested in, in what they're trying to offer. Now, uh, this stuff, when I was doing these meetups, these blockchains, these ideas did not exist. It was other than these people's, these 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 developers, their words. It was other than just their words. Say, hey, we want we want your cryptos because we we plan on developing these platforms that in the in in a few years will be bank. There's gonna be a lot of bank in, in these in these platforms now. There were some that I invested and some that I didn't and some that I regret and some that I wish I invested into. Um, but overall, it, it was one of those things that you, you you never know. You never know what you're putting your money into. Be very careful. Who knows? This this platform here, uh, Realty, might might just be a thing. This might be the future. Who knows? We don't know. Anyways, next news written by Alexander Behrens. OpenDex wants to bring DeFi style returns to Bitcoin. Bitcoin holders who who don't want to transfer their tokens to the Ethereum blockchain can now get in on the DeFi yield action, albeit in somewhat complicated way. OpenDex, a new decentralized exchange protocol released today, announced holders of Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum-based tokens to pro- provide liquidity for exchanges without transferring the value of their assets off of their native blockchain. That means DeFi-style returns without wrapped Bitcoin or any of, any of the other not-so-decentralized cross-chain wrapping protocols. Okay. Open Des- OpenDex markets itself as the first step towards a more robust standard for decentralized exchanges with, within the fragmented landscape of competitors like Uniswap, IDEX, and Balancer. Agreeing on standards is arduous. arduous. So, OpenDEX aims to create an open community of liquidity providers to agree on common standards over time. Alright, well, that sounds interesting. Next news, written by Jeff Benson. Electronic Frontier Foundations calls out Coinbase on privacy. What? (laughs) In at least one key way, cryptocurrency exchanges are exactly like banks. Americans who use them can have their information turned over to government agencies without a warrant. The Electronic Frontier Foundation EFF, a privacy-centric civil liberty group, has had enough of that. So it's looking for cryptocurrency exchanges whose users often prize crypto anonymity and censorship resistance to push back. Today, it called on Coinbase to release a regular transparency report detailing government requests for user information and how the exchange responds. EFF has become increasingly concerned that payment processors are being asked to turn over information on their customers without any mechanism for public to know who is making those requests or how often. Haley 
Sukuyama wrote in an EFF blog post today. She continued, in providing the public with data on how often law enforcement seek user data and how often services comply, transparency reports show whether companies are living up to their promise to protect user privacy. Interesting. Interesting. You know, that's... Yeah. Okay. Well, this is a long report. Wow. Picking on Coinbase is something of strategic decision as EFF wades into the crypto waters and appeals to users' basic expectation of privacy. As one of the largest individual companies in the U.S. cryptocurrency market, Coinbase wields tremendous power and influence over this dynamic. Sukayama wrote, it should stand up for its users and also use its market power and influence to show others that transparency reports are an industry standard for our cryptocurrency exchange. Well, all right, that's the end. Um, crypto, uh, Coinbase has not responded to any of the requests for comments. Okay, um, well, first of all, you know, when you sign up with Coinbase, you are required for KYC and AML. Yes, your information is there. Coinbase is required, when requested, to provide information to law enforcement or, I guess, any agency when requested. It's just policies and laws. They have to do that to, to, to prove that there is no money laundering going on, right? It is what it is. Uh, if you don't want it on Coinbase, then there is, uh, <clears throat> I guess, um, other exchanges you can use. There is uh, BISC, B-I-S-Q, you can check out. That's one that I recommend that might be of your interest. You don't need to uh, put any of your personal information. Although I would, I would suggest that you use... Um, a VPN, you know, you, you never know. You don't want your IP address to be uh, traced. Always use a VPN whenever you're dealing with your cryptocurrency. Next news, written by Jeff Benson. Bitcoin derivatives exchange Ledger X moving beyond crypto. While several traditional exchanges this week announced moves into the cryptocurrency space, one crypto platform is moving the opposite direction into more traditional finance products. Ledger X, an exchange for Bitcoin-based derivatives, has received approval from the Commodities Future Trading Commission to clear fully collateralized futures, futures, options on futures and swaps. The Delaware-based LLC had asked the CFTC in January for approval to move beyond digital currency products. Ledger X described itself as the first federally regulated exchange and clearinghouse to list and clear, clear fully collateralized physical settled Bitcoin swaps and options for the institutional market. A clearinghouse is part of an exchange that acts as an intermediary between buyers and sellers to help finalize trades. It makes sure buyers and sellers each fulfill their obligations akin to how home buyers and home sellers put money and house titles into an escrow account. At the time, Bloomberg saw it as a sign that cryptocurrency was moving closer to officially acceptance. Today, today's announcements makes makes clear that the players in traditional finance and digital assets are increasingly one and the same. All right, that's, I mean, Ledger X, I applaud you. You're doing an awesome thing. I mean, each, even though it's just one company, this is the first company that's out there doing it, right? And it just, it's opening the floodgates to more opportunities for other companies to be more legitimized right I mean that's it just, Ledger X you did it 
and 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 you're 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 paving the way for other companies to come in and and just take that step forward as well so with that said that is our that is finally our last news of the day so if you have not converted your fiat into crypto i do provide two uh two referrals one being from coinbase one being from gemini that i will leave below um and if you're looking for a way to convert your no 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 if you're looking for a way to earn compounded interest on your crypto each and every single week i highly recommend and i do use the celsius network you know and another reason why i use celsius network is because it's it's they're very transparent and and they, their code is solid it's very difficult to uh to hack i don't think it's ever been hacked to date oh actually you know what alex mashinsky um was talking about uh, was it last friday he was talking about that they were that their platform was not not their platform but um uh i guess they use uh, amazon web services and they were being hit pretty hard to try to crack Amazon Web Services to try to get into the Celsius network, but that never happened. It got so bad that Amazon was contacting Celsius and said, "Hey, what the heck's going on?" Um, so they they never ever been able to get through. These hackers, not these black hatters, never got through. But it's it's funny how uh, well it's it's not funny, but it's funny in, in a way because they they never they never they were never successful. It's so. My cryptos are safe. They're locked, and it's not. It's not only that. It's like even if they get through, there's a lot more things, from what I understand, uh, from Alex, that there's a lot more steps that needs to happen in order for those cryptos to be taken out of uh, out of the platform. So I'm I'm highly highly positive, and and I don't I don't break a sweat if the if the market goes up, the market goes down, if there's other hacks going on all around the world, you know, all around me. I I don't I don't I, I'm not phased by it. I'm I'm so true to the Celsius network I mean it's it's awesome I don't sweat about it you know and I just wait for my for my uh, for my funds to come in uh, for my I'm earning crypto on crypto that's that's what I've always wanted and I finally got a platform to do that and, and I don't stress about it it just it's there and it's not even it's not that I'm earning a little a little bit of crypto you're earning stacks I mean they're paying you a very high yield I mean of course it's not a million dollar uh, sorry a million percent yield that's insane that's not realistic that's that's stupid that's stupid money that's don't 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 do that don't put your million dollars that's a million percent that's crazy don't do that don't that's stupid don't do that anyways cryptonauts with that said I'll go ahead and just end the episode here I've had a fantastic time to all my listeners all around the world, I appreciate you listening to me. It's so excited. It makes me so happy that I'm getting all this positive feedback. I'm so happy that you all enjoy listening to me. And I want to thank Anchor Platform for allowing me to uh, just create this platform. I, I, I love doing this. So if you want to reach out and chit-chat with me, you can contact me on Discord. With that said, I'll catch you all on the next one. Adios.